You're listening to the Outdoor Photography Podcast, episode 28. In today's Tidbit Tuesday, I answer a listener question about camera backpacks, and I also share some tips on how to protect your camera gear while spending time in the great outdoors. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Brenda Petrella, the creator of Outdoor Photography School. Join me as I sit down with top landscape and nature photographers and outdoor industry experts to chat about creativity, composition, photography tips and techniques, essential gear, safety in the outdoors, respect for nature, and so much more. Tune in every week to learn how to create compelling and impactful images while exploring and enjoying the natural world. Welcome to the Outdoor Photography Podcast. Hey everybody, Brenda Petrella here, here to help you create better images and reconnect with nature. Thanks so much for spending a little part of your day with me today. Just a quick note before we dive into the episode, I have had a few technical glitches on a couple of the recent episodes where I've had to re-upload a repaired audio file to the RSS feed. And so some of you may have heard original versions of the episodes that contained the errors. And so I just wanted to apologize for any confusion or frustration in listening. I repaired the files as soon as I found out about the issues and hopefully it won't happen again. And uh, thank you for your understanding. As you know, I enjoy hearing from you. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast, just click the link in today's episode description or the link on outdoorphotographyschool.com forward slash podcast and you'll be able to record your question. Or you can also email me your question at brenda at outdoorphotographyschool.com. This week's listener question comes from Susan. Hi, Brenda. I love your podcasts and all the guests that you have. With that, I have a question that you or maybe some of your guests might be able to help me with. I'm planning a trip to trek through the Narrows at Zion. And of course, I want to take my camera and a couple of lenses. What dry backpack would you or anyone else photographer recommend that will keep my equipment dry and safe to capture some great photos? Thank you. Thank you, Susan, for this great question, and I'm so glad that you're enjoying the podcast. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Narrows, the Canyon Narrows are one of the most popular hikes in Zion National Park in Utah. It's a moderately strenuous out-and-back hike in a slot canyon formed by the Virgin River. And you actually hike in the river for about 5 to 10 miles, depending on how far you go. I personally have not hiked the Narrows, but in looking at images online of the thousand foot walls of Navajo sandstone that have been just sculpted over the centuries by the Virgin River are simply spectacular. So obviously, hiking in a river comes with some inherent dangers, not the least of which is keeping your camera gear dry. And water levels in the Virgin River can range from ankle deep to chest deep. Many photography backpacks that are designed for hiking in the outdoors offer weather-resistant materials and zippers, but what Susan needs is a way to protect your gear in the case of submersion. So she needs something that's entirely waterproof. 
So I'm going to share a few options for what would help protect your gear in a situation like this. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you may recall my interview with Charles Bergman back in episode 17, where he shared with us his experience crossing a raging river, losing his footing and becoming completely submerged and almost losing his life. Thankfully, he only suffered some bad bruising and his camera gear was fine. So I reached out to Charles to ask what he recommended for a waterproof camera backpack. And here's what he had to say. Hi, Brenda. Thanks for your question about waterproof camera gear. As you know, I've been uh, in high adventure situations where waterproof camera packs were really important for protecting my gear, as in the New Zealand experience after viewing fjordland crested penguins completely swept away. In that situation, I was using Gura gear backpacks, which are very waterproof. I've used Lopro in the past, um, and that has been good, but I really like Gura gear for being very waterproof. Um, and if you're traveling in high, in stormy situations or situations in which, uh, you know, you're in a zodiac, you're in salt water a lot, it's very important to be able to protect your camera gear in a waterproof pack. Also, if you really want protection, and this is an important thing, you can buy maritime completely waterproof duffels or waterproof actual backpacks that you can put your camera pack in and then use it to get ashore or to carry to have with you in the zodiac when you might hit spray from waves and that sort of thing and then just take your camera gear out as you need it very effective and i highly recommend it uh, so i hope that helps a little bit um and Good camera gear is important and protecting it is even more important. So thanks very much. So there you have it. Charles recommends Gura Gear Backpacks. That's G-U-R-A. And I will put a link in the show notes to their bags and to all of the other gear that we'll talk about in today's episode. So thank you, Charles, for taking the time to record your message. Now, like many pro-level camera backpacks, the Gura Gear Packs are a bit pricey. And for good reason, they're doing an excellent job of protecting your gear. But I wanted to give you a lower budget option to consider as well. And so while I've not hiked with my camera gear in a river, I do canoe with my gear. And so I've had to come up with ways to protect my camera equipment from possible submersion. For those of you who follow me on YouTube, you may have seen one of my earlier videos on what I call a camera backpack hack. Basically, it was how to turn a regular hiking day pack that you may already have into a camera backpack. And for a long time, that was how I hiked with my camera gear because I found it to be the most comfortable option for hiking. Anyway, following a similar concept, when I paddle with my gear, I use a 30 liter dry bag backpack with a top loading camera insert. Dry bags are durable but flexible bags that seal in such a way as to keep the contents watertight. And they are used commonly in canoeing, kayaking, rafting, fishing, and things like that in order to keep gear and clothing dry. So I have a dry bag backpack from Gecko Brands that has padded shoulder straps, and it's reasonably comfortable. And in that, I put a top-loading camera insert from Mindshift Gear. Now, the insert that I use is actually no longer available, but MindShift has another version out now called the Stash Master Top Loading Insert, which would work as well. 
You don't need to get these specific items. The main goal is to find a dry bag backpack that will fit a top-loading padded camera insert so that you can access your gear from the top of the dry bag. Now, I admit, it can be a little cumbersome to access your camera and lenses from the top of the bag rather than from a zipper compartment on the back, but that is one of the trade-offs for a more economical option. And it's worked well for me while canoeing and portaging with my camera gear. I reached out to other pro photographers to get their input on this question as well, And Taylor Stone, who leads workshops and photography tours all over the world from Greenland to Antarctica and many places in between, had this to say. Hey, Susan, going to the Narrows in Zion is going to be so exciting. So I'm really happy for you. The most useful tidbit that I can give is to make sure that you have hiking poles, because ultimately just keeping your balance in the rocky terrain while you're navigating the Narrows is going to be the most essential thing that you can do to keep your equipment dry. Have a great time. Great point. And thank you, Taylor, for taking the time to share your advice. Prevention is the best medicine, right? I've come to enjoy hiking poles, especially when rock hopping across rivers and streams because the rocks can be so slippery. So in addition to a waterproof bag and hiking poles, I also highly recommend that if you have invested a fair bit into your photography gear, it is a good idea to get camera equipment insurance to protect you from those worst case scenarios. And I get mine through my membership with the North American Nature Photographers Association or NAMPA, and it is administered through RAND insurance. And so I'll put links in the show notes to those as well. And lastly, I'll share just a few more quick tips on how to protect your gear from the elements, even if water submersion isn't a concern. So two items that almost never leave my camera bag are a microfiber cloth and a camera ring cover. The microfiber cloth is super soft and absorbent, and it quickly dries off your camera and lens in wet conditions, whether you're dealing with rain, snow, or even spray from a waterfall. And the rain cover is basically like a fitted plastic bag that fits nicely over your camera lens and tripod. And it is pretty cheap, usually only around $10 for a two-pack. And I've used the same one for years now without any issues. A lens hood is also handy for protection from the elements. So even though a lens hood is typically used to block sun glare, you can also use it to prevent scratches on your front element. And I like to use it to prevent snowflakes or water droplets from hitting the end of the lens as well. My typical setup is to drape a microfiber cloth over the lens hood, lens, and the body of the camera when I'm out working in wet conditions, and that seems to work great. If you need even more protection, you could take it up a notch and get a soft shell cover for your camera and lens. And there are a few different kinds out there, like the more fitted version from Peak Design and larger ones that can accommodate more telephoto-sized lenses like those from LensCoat. And again, I'll put links to examples of these in the show notes, which you can find at outdoorphotographyschool.com forward slash episode 28. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this Tidbit Tuesday. As always, I appreciate you tuning in and I hope today's tips will help you keep your gear safe while you're out exploring nature. If you're getting a lot of value out of the podcast and would like to show your support, the best ways to do that are to rate and review it, share the show with others, and or help support the podcast production through the Buy Me a Coffee link 
in the episode description, which is kind of like a podcast tip jar. And I thank all of you who have shown your support so far and have let me know that the podcast is helping you out in some way. It definitely inspires me to keep creating the show, knowing that it is having a positive impact. So thank you. Next week on the podcast, we'll be chatting with Bree Stockwell about setting goals, embracing failure, and how reframing your mindset can improve your photography. And shortly after that, we'll have David Hunter on the show to chat about being an artist in residence for numerous national parks, storytelling through photography projects, and the role of photographers in conservation. So be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss out on these or any of our upcoming episodes. And until next week, get outside, my friends, and find yourself a little nature. Take care.